Support for the Cyber Case Files podcast comes from Trailblazing Love. Are you looking for a unique and thrilling date night experience with your significant other? Look no further than Trailblazing Love. Our outdoor adventure boxes are designed to provide couples with an unforgettable experience in nature. Each box is carefully curated with a variety of activities and surprises, from guided hikes to stargazing to gourmet snacks and drinks. Whether you're a seasoned outdoors enthusiast or just looking to try something new, our boxes offer something for everyone. Best of all, our boxes can be enjoyed anywhere, from a local park to a remote wilderness area. Simply choose your location and let the adventure begin. So why not spice up your next date night with trailblazing love? Order your box today and get ready for an unforgettable outdoor adventure with your loved one. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Cyber Case Files podcast comes from Engage AI. Join over 15,000 LinkedIn power users and supercharge your social selling with Engage AI. Imagine effortlessly writing insightful comments that break the ice and build relationships with prospects. With Engage AI as your comment writing assistant, you'll save precious time while achieving conversions with every added touchpoint. Give Engage AI a spin and transform your LinkedIn conversations into powerful conversion tools today. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Cyber Case Files podcast. I'm your host, Bidemi Ologunde. On this episode, I'll discuss the following cases. A Puerto Rican man accused of a $110 million cryptocurrency scam. A gambling business owner from Ohio who was sentenced for conspiracy to commit tax fraud. A Nigerian citizen who was extradited from the United Kingdom to face fraud charges in Florida and the indictment of four Russian nationals in a $340 million DeFi crypto scheme. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Part 1. Abraham Eisenberg 27-year-old Abraham Eisenberg from Puerto Rico is set to appear in a federal court in Manhattan, New York to face charges of commodities fraud, commodities market manipulation, and wire fraud in connection with the manipulation of the Mango Market's decentralized cryptocurrency exchange. Eisenberg is accused of engaging in a fraudulent scheme to obtain approximately $110 million worth of cryptocurrency from Mango Markets and its customers by artificially manipulating the price of certain perpetual futures contracts. He was arrested in San Juan, Puerto Rico on December 26, 2022 and ordered detained. Assistant Attorney General Kenneth A. Polite Jr. of the Justice Department's Criminal Division stated that exploiting decentralized finance platforms has become the new frontier of old-school financial crimes. With his prosecution, the Criminal Division is sending the message that those responsible for market manipulation and fraud will be held accountable regardless of the mechanism they use to commit such crimes. Mango Market is a decentralized cryptocurrency exchange that enables investors to purchase and borrow cryptocurrencies and cryptocurrency-related financial products. The exchange is run by the Mango Decentralized Autonomous Organization, DAO, which has its own crypto token named MNGO. Holders of the MNGO token are allowed to vote on changes to the Mango Market's platform and issues related to the governance of the Mango DAO. 
Eisenberg is charged in the Southern District of New York with one count of commodities fraud, one count of commodities manipulation, and one count of wire fraud. If convicted, he faces a maximum sentence of 10 years for each commodities fraud and commodities manipulation count and a maximum sentence of 20 years for the wire fraud count. The FBI is investigating the case with assistance from Homeland Security Investigations and IRS Criminal Investigation. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission and the Securities and Exchange Commission initiated parallel civil proceedings. The National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team, NCET, in addition to trial attorney Jessica Peck and assistant U.S. attorneys Thomas Burnett and Noah Soluwechik for the Southern District of New York are prosecuting the case. The NCET was established to combat the growing illicit use of cryptocurrencies and digital assets. The team conducts and supports investigations into individuals and entities that enable the use of digital assets to commit and facilitate various crimes with a particular focus on virtual cryptocurrency exchanges, mixing and tumbling services, and infrastructure providers. The NCET also sets strategic priorities identifies areas for increased investigative and prosecutorial focus, and leads the department's efforts to collaborate with domestic and foreign government agencies, as well as the private sector, to aggressively investigate and prosecute crimes involving cryptocurrency and digital assets. Support for the Cyber Case Files podcast comes from every week. Join over 34,000 dropshippers discovering top 10 winning products every week. Our AI, Zora, analyzes over 1 billion data points weekly to help you succeed. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Cyber Case Files podcast comes from Sesame Care. Find the best price for the highest quality physicians. Book an appointment in minutes for as low as $19. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Part 2. Rebecca Kackner On February 15, a woman from Ohio was sentenced to 24 months in prison for participating in a conspiracy to defraud the IRS in connection with her involvement in running illegal gambling operations in Canton, Ohio. Rebecca Kackner, along with her husband and other co-conspirators, owned and operated two illegal gambling businesses, Skilled Shamrock and Redemption Skill Games 777, between 2010 and 2018. Kackner and her co-conspirators filed false tax returns, omitting most of the income they received from their illegal gambling activities and used a nominee owner to hide their ownership of the businesses. The skilled Shamrock alone received more than $34 million in wages between 2012 and 2017, resulting in over $4 million in income to the owners. Kackner and her husband received more than $2.3 million from the illegal gambling operations, which they failed to report on their tax returns. Kackner also admitted to renting a storage locker where investigators found approximately $241,000 in illegal gambling proceeds. In addition to the prison sentence, Kackner must serve three years of supervised release and pay over $1.1 million in restitution to the United States. The investigation was conducted by the IRS Criminal Investigation, the United States Department of the Treasury, the Office of the Inspector General, and the Ohio Casino Control Commission, 
with assistance from the U.S. Homeland Security Investigations. The case was prosecuted by trial attorneys Richard M. Rowan and Sam Bean of the Tax Division and Assistant U.S. Attorneys Robert Patton and David Topfer for the Northern District of Ohio. The announcement was made by Acting Deputy Assistant Attorney General Stuart M. Goldberg of the Justice Department's Tax Division and First Assistant U.S. Attorney Michelle M. Bapler for the Northern District of Ohio. Support for the Cyber Case Files podcast comes from Shut the Box Dice Game. Dating back to 12th century France, sailors cherished playing Shut the Box Game. In modern times whether you're camping with friends or relaxing with family, you'll have endless fun with this easy-to-learn game. Buy two, get one free, plus free shipping within the United States. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Cyber Case Files podcast comes from Snake River Farms. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or a beginner to beef, the pioneers of American Wagyu have got you covered with $25 off your order. Receive $25 off orders of over $149 with code SWAPSRF at Snake River Farms. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Part 3. Six Nigerian Nationals On February 21, according to an unsealed indictment, six Nigerian nationals, three living in the UK and three living in Spain, were charged with running a large transnational fraud scheme. One of the charged defendants, who was extradited from the UK, made his initial appearance in court on the same day. The defendants allegedly operated an inheritance fraud scheme in which they sent personalized letters to elderly consumers in the US falsely claiming to be representatives of a bank in Spain. They claimed the recipient was entitled to a multi-million dollar inheritance left by a family member who had died years before in Spain. The victims were required to send money for delivery fees, taxes, and payments to avoid questioning from government authorities before receiving their purported inheritance. The defendants convinced the victims to send money through a complex web of US-based former victims who they used as money mules. According to the indictment, victims who sent money never received those purported inheritance funds. The defendants are all charged with mail fraud, wire fraud, and conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud. One of the defendants, 39-year-old Emmanuel Samuel, appeared before U.S. Magistrate Judge Jonathan Goodman of the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida on February 21. The other five defendants remain in extradition proceedings. If convicted, Samuel faces a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. The U.S. Postal Inspection Service, USPIS, Homeland Security Investigations, HSI, and the Justice Department's Consumer Protection Branch are investigating the case. The Justice Department's Office of International Affairs, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Florida, Europol, the Portuguese Judicial Police, the United Kingdom's National Crime Agency, and the Spanish National Police all provided critical assistance. The Justice Department encourages victims of financial fraud, particularly those aged 60 or older, to contact the National Elder Fraud Hotline at 1-833-372-8311 for assistance. 
The hotline, managed by the Office for Victims of Crime, is staffed by professionals who provide personalized support to callers, they identify relevant next steps, and they connect callers with appropriate agencies. The hotline is available in English, Spanish, and other languages and is staffed seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Support for the Cyber Case Files podcast comes from Software. Software lets you stop waiting for developers so that you can build software without devs blazingly fast. It is trusted by over 100,000 teams worldwide. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Cyber Case Files podcast comes from Deal. Compliantly hire anyone, anywhere, in five minutes with Deal. Deal is your one-stop shop for hiring, paying, and managing your remote team. We stay on top of local labor laws across the world to ensure compliance and mitigate risk so that you don't have to. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Part 4. Four Russian Nationals On February 22nd, four founders of Forsage, a decentralized finance cryptocurrency investment platform, were indicted by a federal grand jury in the District of Oregon for their alleged roles in a global Ponzi and pyramid scheme that raised around $340 million from victim investors. The founders, all Russian nationals, are Vladimir Okotnikov, also known as Lado, Olina Oblamska, also known as Lola Ferrari, Mikhail Sergeyev, also known as Mike Mooney, Gleb and Gleb Million, and Sergey Maslakov. According to court documents, the defendant promoted Forsage as a legitimate and lucrative business opportunity through social media. However, in reality, it was a Ponzi and Pyramid investment scheme. The defendants allegedly coded and deployed smart contracts that systematized their combined Ponzi pyramid scheme on the Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, and Tron blockchains. As soon as an investor invested in Forsage by purchasing a slot in a Forsage smart contract, the smart contract automatically diverted the investor's funds to other Forsage investors such that earlier investors were paid with funds from later investors which is basically consistent with a Ponzi scheme. The defendant falsely promoted Forsage as a legitimate, low-risk and lucrative investment opportunity through Forsage website and various social media platforms. Blockchain analytics confirmed that over 80% of Forsage investors received fewer Ethereum back than they had invested in Forsage's Ethereum program, with over 50% of investors never receiving a single payout. In addition, the defendant coded at least one of Forsage's accounts in a way that fraudulently siphoned investors' funds out of the Forsage investment network and into cryptocurrency accounts under the founder's control, which was contrary to representations made to Forsage investors that, quote, 100% of the Forsage income goes directly and transparently to members of the project with zero risk. The defendants are each charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud and they face a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison if convicted. The FBI Portland Field Office, U.S. Postal Inspection Service, and Homeland Security Investigations New York Eldorado Task Force are investigating the case. All investor victims of the Fawcett scheme are encouraged to visit the Justice Department's website to identify themselves as potential victims and obtain more information on their rights as victims 
including the ability to submit a victim impact statement. So to wrap up on this episode, I discussed the following cases. A Puerto Rican man accused of a $110 million cryptocurrency scam, a gambling business owner from Ohio who was sentenced for conspiracy to commit tax fraud, a Nigerian citizen who was extradited from the UK to face fraud charges in Florida, and the indictment of four Russian nationals in a $340 million DeFi crypto scheme. So that's all I have for this episode 11 of the Cyber Case Files podcast. Thanks for listening. The Cyber Case Files podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alouinly Productions. Fact-checking by Laura Keller. Audio engineer, Ariana Delucci. Graphic design, Khalid Acosta-Zelaya. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufalani Ologunde and Toby Lobo Ologunde. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Cyber Case Files podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone who you think might benefit from it. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.